What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, Christy Ho. How are you doing in this hot girl summer evening? <laughs> <laughs> this is our second last episode. Cry. Cry. The time now is、um, almost 9 a.m. Cry. Because we wake up early like this now. This podcast has witnessed our evolution. It's been a year. <gasps> And you're listening to. Cotton Candy by Youngblood. Today's episode is called Architectural Copycats.、Ooh. Vernon is back again at ya. Hello. Hello.、Woo-hoo. I'm here. How you doing? Good, I'm good. <laughs>、uh, I wanted to shout out to Mabel Chong, our previous guest, with、um, Babush Beads because right now I'm actually wearing my hashtag bow bracelet, which was posted、oh. all the way from Hong Kong. This is so relevant. <laughs> yeah, guys, I also have one. Mine says, mine says sour. Because she's a diehard Olivia Rodrigo fan. <laughs> Rohigo? Olivia Rohigo fan. So, as everyone knows, We always take creative ideas from someone, some place, some location, and that's just the same for other creative industries. Comedians copy, songwriters they copy, architects they copy, and that's what we're gonna talk about today copy and paste. So, Vernon, let me ask you a question. Yes. What's something that you wish you designed or like copied and pasted? Mm, good question, Christy. But first off, <laughs> since it's the season of the Tokyo Olympics, of course, today, as usual, I bring jam packed full of Japanese references. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> so I think that I wish I designed the Issei Shrine, completely rebuilt every 20 years since 690 AD. It is actually demolished every 20 years in the belief that death and renewal of nature and the impermanence of all things are a way of passing building techniques from one generation to the next. Wow. These shrines are really just copy and paste of another, but they adapt it to the local environment, right? So that's what, like. They're a copy and paste of itself. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> yeah. The same typology, but. Sort of different in every single context, sort of like that. Yeah, so, so every 20 years they rebuild it. And imagine designing something that is as everlasting as almost equal to the religion. It's, it's a permanent symbol of the religion and this kind of recycling and copy and paste of the exact same thing. It looks the same, they refurbish. Them. But this one's different because they completely rebuild the whole thing. On that topic of renewal of materials, Um, we can all actually also see this process in the Olympics right now. I don't know if you watched the Olympic ceremony. Yes. So the wooden rings, which were presented in the opening ceremony, were actually made from trees planted from athletes after the 1964 Olympics.、Oh, wow. And I love this process of how the Japanese foreshadowed they would be holding the Olympics again in the future. So they asked. Athletes at the end of the games to plant trees and then make it a symbol to show the world. That's、yeah. them again. 
I don't know if you've seen the Olympic Village in art vlogs from the mm-hmm. athletes. Is it the one by um... the Olympic Village Plaza? Is actually designed by the Tokyo Studio Nikon Seke. So they're a huge architect practice in Japan, like hassle basically. And what's great about this building is that each piece of wood is actually sourced from a different prefecture in Japan. And when you look up close at the photos, each piece of wood actually has a stamp from where it's wow. from. Like which prefecture it's from. Once the games are over, all these pieces of wood will be transported back to its original prefecture for new construction projects.、Mm. Yeah, because the Olympics, there's always all this talk about people hosting the Olympics and all these buildings being abandoned.、Mm-hmm. Also,、yeah. the cardboard beds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That looks uncomfortable.、Mm, yeah. So, in a way, I feel like this renewal of materials is also a kind of、um, copy and pasting, but to a very piece of the whole, a part of the whole kind of way. You know, there's actually a huge controversy surrounding. That Tokyo Stadium because you know, Saha Hadid won the design at the beginning of the Tokyo Stadium,、mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and then it was taken over by Kendo,、oh, Kuma. Kendo Kuma. But the thing is, the only thing that changed was really just the facade, the mm, interior planning、yeah. is the same. Have you seen the Yoyogi National Stadium by Kenzo Tange? Yeah, building's amazing, it's actually quite visible from the JR line.、Oh. But Christy, what's something you wish you designed? Maybe you wish you designed Yoyogi National Gymnasium. No, I don't think so. I want to design something small, like a house or something. Like, oh my god,、mm. I think I know. I wish. Villa Savoie. No. <laughs>、uh, no, I wish I designed Louis Kahn's Transcend Bathhouse.、Oh, I love the floor p l a n And then it's copied. Its roof design is copied in so many places. It's so common in student、um, projects as well. I got kind of sick of that roof design, but the plan of the Transcend Bathhouse is just genius. The most genius thing、mm. is the column design. The column becomes a threshold, it's like an in between space right before you go in. I just like how he used. The columns as a space as well, not just something that is solid.、Mm, It's so yeah, simple. Because this reminds me of like, what's the most copied building?、Uh-huh. I read somewhere that Villa Palladio was actually the most copied building, and this plan definitely reminds me of that. Oh,、part. yeah, definitely. Very symmetrical square plan. Why is this Palladio copied so much? It works with the views, right? Yeah, and all the circulation was actually within the structure in the center square. Yeah. So, in this case, do you think Louis Kahn actually took inspiration from、Definitely. Villa Palladio? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely. Damn, we're already figuring out our first scandal. No, but like, that's exactly the thing, right? I feel like if you have architectural education, like, you understand it, and you see references back to these famous designs, like, you feel like you get the. Small Easter eggs,、mm, right?、Yeah. There are some movie directors that put small Easter eggs just for the extreme fans, but even if you're the casual fan and、mm. if you don't notice it, you still think it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they put a lot of Easter eggs in there. Yeah, that. that's true, that's true. <laughs> I'm actually looking at photos of Louis Kahn's bathhouse and yeah why, where the Palladio is raised. Louis Vuitton has.、Uh, no, not Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Kahn has sunk the whole building. So st- you actually take the same four stairs, but you go within the ground. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, I, actually, I just want to touch on the bathhouse, the roof again. I love the way the roof touches the columns.、Mm, yeah. It, it looks like it's floating. I love it. It takes on a perfectly symmetrical plan, yet 
there are points of where things don't touch. Do you think he spent a lot of time thinking about this? Because it's so simple. I think like if you didn't know, you'd just think that oh, it was just just some random pattern. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's crazy though. No, sorry. I just sound like I'm like I'm like frothing. <laughs> Fan growling. Like that TVB reporter. Which one? The one that was frothing over Jung Ga Long. Yeah. Mad crushing. Yeah. For those who don't know, Jung Ga Long is the the second gold medalist yeah, in, in Hong, Hong Kong, Kong history for fencing. Okay, so what was the greatest copycat scandal of your time? Mm, you should go first this time. Me? I, I was just thinking about in the studio how, like, maybe you would, like, one day you'd go in with an idea, but you're seeing the tutor, like, two days later, but you finished it, so you put it on your table. And then on a the day, uh, the tutor comes, you see, oh my god, you're this other guy in your studio group has the same idea as oh, you. Oh, really? <laughs> I actually think tutors should promote that. No idea is original and no idea is personal. So share your ideas and congratulate people when when your idea is being copied as well. Not just not acknowledging the fact that they look so similar. Mm. What were you talking about? Oh, no, I thought that's where you were going to go. The greatest copycat scandal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not the greatest copycat scandal. But I feel like it should be encouraged, actually, you know? I really do think some of the greatest buildings, they're just copies. As in, like, it's not like direct copies, but you can definitely see inspiration from other architects and great other great works. That's mm. how it works. And it's how they copy it that makes yeah, it Yeah, so some are really bad. <laughs> this is out of place, out of time, that no good. Have you been to the Thames Town? The what? The Thames Town. Um, in the early 2001, the Shanghai Planning Commission launched a massive experiment in hopes of luring half a million people off the crowded streets oh. into the f- unfashionable outskirts. So then nine new suburban communities were planned. And one of these was the Thames Town, which is a direct copy of... Well, it's inspired by the River Thames in London, so all the buildings look like Oxfordshire, London kind of look. Have you been there? It's 40 minutes from I've Shanghai. I've heard about it. I've never been there, but... When we went to Shanghai for Thomas's studio, Captain really wanted to go, so we went, and I'm so glad we went. It was amazing. Really? Tell me about it. It's like Disneyland. Yeah, it is like Disneyland, but less tacky, because you know how Disneyland, as soon as you go into a building, it... It's yeah, just... it's... Or like there's not much depth to the facade. Uh But these buildings, they're actual full-on buildings. People live in them. There's shops in them. And what I really admired the most was the village centre library. The library actually had its own interior Chinese modern design. (laughs) And it was just so... It just blew my mind. that. I was in the middle of this, uh-huh. like, London town. Like, all, even the light poles, the bins, the post box, they were all copied. But as soon as I went inside this library, I was like, wow, okay, this is like a modern Chinese library. It had, like, a chapel roof. It was white. Were huh? there people living there? Um, there's very few people living there because only the very rich middle class bought it because it was so expensive. So it was a failed experiment. Mm. It Originally, there were going to be eight other towns that copied other places around the world like Paris a, a German one a Spanish one a Netherlands one a Canadian one an Italian one a North European one and a traditional Chinese style one but most of those didn't get completed there was probably a lot of backlash 
probably mm. like a public outcry. It was mostly not because of a public outcry, but because no one could afford it. <laughs> so the whole plan failed. But no one wanted to actually move into it. Is it? Okay, because it's far from the city center. It's... 40 minutes, is that far? Yeah, that is far. You don't want to take one is hour it? to get to work. Yeah, pretty In far. Australia, it's so normal. <laughs> yeah, Australia, like Western countries, that's normal. But like, if you're talking about Asian cities where it's super fast paced. But you could be in London. You probably want to drive if you live that far. So the P- Shanghai Planning Commission at the onset of the plan actually said, visitors will soon be unable to tell where Europe ends and China begins. And I think this was a foreshadow to one belt one road (laughs) did you know that last year china actually banned copying in architecture what does that mean (laughs) on the 24th of april 2020 i quote plagiarizing imitating and copycatting designs is prohibited in new public facilities and large foreign and weird designs should be limited but do they mean like direct copy and paste Mm, like the Thames town. Because they want to promote a more nationalist spirit. Oh, but you know what? In San Francisco and New York, I, I bet in Sydney as well, and Melbourne, you guys have Chinatowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but only the gate is... Wait, actually, that's a different thing, though, because... This because this is diaspora of Chinese people that are trying to find a place. They were placemaking within the new city. Whereas... The mindset of the Chinese, like, the, like this, is that is that they just want to make something that looks foreign. But people who are living there are still Chinese or like so locals. None of them are Caucasian. None of them are European, right? Yeah. Chinatown is something that's seeped in so much history because there's probably a lot of like elderly people who grew up there, right? Mm. They probably only could be around the area if we're talking about sixty or like seventy years ago. That maybe that's the only place where Chinese, like Asian-looking people, could be at. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the history is quite different if we are talking about Chinatown. But projects like this, maybe it's more like trying to rob your money. <laughs> Yeah. Who are they targeting? Rich Asians. What? <laughs> you mean like when they built the Thames Town, who are they targeting? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, who are? Mm, yeah, they were just targeting people that <laughs> wanted to be in Europe but had to live in China, I guess. <laughs> or is it more like a holiday spot? Because I would understand more if it's like, oh, it's like oh, we're going like, for summer vacation in a themed park. Because that's what theme parks are like basically Disneyland or like Universal Studios where there's eight worlds and you can go in but if it's Mm. just a residential area maybe it's for like retirement maybe I don't know it's a failed plan and it's a ghost town now yeah Yeah. so I think that is the greatest copycat scandal that I've personally experienced and it was very believable (laughs) well thank you everyone for tuning in It's been really fun talking about copyable and pasteable projects, but also things that we think are fresh with the dollar sign. <laughs> fresh with the dollar Because that stuff. costs money to be fresh. I think it's just so hard. And we should really appreciate architects which go out of their way to make projects that last a lifetime and become copyable and pasteable themselves. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs>